How you doing? My name is Chef Jordan Dunwood with Chef Jetty's Taste Kitchen. Hi, this is Saul from the Tamalucas food truck. What's going on? Chef John here with your panadas, and you're listening to Two Sharp Chefs. Hello, and thanks for joining us. Two Sharp Chefs in a Microphone here. I'm Lorraine Moss, chef and journalist. And I'm Louis Victor, chef and professional food photographer. We started this podcast in memory of one of the best food culture ambassadors of all time, Anthony Bourdain. In his memory, we wanted to do the right thing and build a better sense of community among cooks, chefs, restaurant workers, and food lovers here in Las Vegas and worldwide. Happy almost new year, Louis. Woo-hoo! That time of year where the holidays just keep on coming. I want to throw um, this shirt away. Oh, fuck. <laughs> leave, it will be right. the Leave Your House Festival. Right? Right? Um, yeah, I can't wait to get out there. I'm so sick of this 25% shit. Um, yes, it'll be so nice to have a vaccine and be safe and not wear a mask in between bites and drinks. And give those freaking poor doctors and nurses a break. <laughs> like, oh my God, let this be over. So many things. Anyways. Anyways. Year, 2021 is just around the corner. Today we are talking with, um, well, a new guy in the neighborhood that we're super excited about. Chef Bruce Coleman from Soul Belly Barbecue, which is about to open just any minute now. And pandemic provisions today, Louis. Because of who we're talking to, we are talking what we like on the grill, our favorite thing on the grill. And there are so many things, especially for Louie, because I know how much she loves grilling. But you got to pick one thing, Louie. So I'm picking one thing right now, and I'm going to give you a chance to just narrow it down to one while I'm talking. Um, Charbroiled oysters. This is a new thing for me. Um, Just last year, before the pandemic, I should actually say at the beginning of this year, uh, finally got out to Nolens. Loved every second, everything there. But the charbroiled oysters are what is sticking in my mind. I can't get them out of my head. I had to look up the recipe. Um, It's basically a crap ton of butter, (laughs) of course, um, and a crap ton of garlic, parsley, and Parmesan cheese and Romano cheese. That's all it is. Um, it's the simplest things, right, Louis, that, that taste the best. And it's, it's the way that you cook them. But uh, I just, I went to Drago's, which uh, is where that recipe comes from. It is the original charcoal oyster in America. And I just couldn't get enough. Who doesn't love ribs? Like, so seriously. Like, vegan. I, oh, well. <laughs> I think there's like a vegan rib now. Uh, there is. There are. Yeah. But so, I, you know, the, the lore of ribs, the fall off the bone, the very mm. tender meat, either it's like dry rub or just slathered with a sauce. I kind of start with like a dry rub when I smoke them mm-hmm. and then I, I glaze. I like mm-hmm. glazing. I like glazing yes. with whatever, whatever fruit is in season, mm-hmm. you know, just um, make like a nice sauce with that. Last, last ribs I made was like a cherry chipotle, I think. making my own ribs but i like going around and sampling all sorts of ribs because everybody's got their own technique and it's like an adventure every time yeah we did that in austin so that was the same trip we did austin and new orleans which was just like eating 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 the entire time the rib fest yeah in austin it's like they're all different and it's like everything's falling off and it's oh god austin ribs i want to travel again louie that's the thing that i miss the most yes I do too. I want to travel. This sucks. (laughs) This sucks. So, (laughs) 
travel right now. You can travel to downtown Las Vegas. Exactly. Get over to Soul Belly on the weekends to check out our next guest, Chef Bruce Coleman. He's a badass. You're going to love it. Today we are so hyped because we are talking with Chef Bruce Coleman of the upcoming Soul Belly. James Beard nominated chef and owner. Um, He's going to be on Main Street and he's already cooking up on the weekends there. Bruce, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited. Hold on, I'm taking a picture of our screen to post. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Okay, chef. First, what is a soul belly? So, you know, everybody asks me, they're like, why the name? They're like, it's a cool name, but why? And, And I said, because, you know, when I was writing the business plan, and just kind of laying out my philosophy and, and what I wanted for this place for, for people. Um, I wrote a line that said, I, oh, I've always loved cooking food that feeds your belly and your soul. Mm-hmm. And that would be with Italian food too. And then like instantaneously, I'm like, ah, oh, there's the name, <laughs> you know, That's and, true. and everybody can make up their kind of own story about it. You know, they pick, you know, pork belly or, um, you know, barbecue fills your belly. I mean, you know, it's, it's a, there's a loose interpretation. So you want to hear my take on that? Yeah, please. I, I think the soul actually resides in the gut. I couldn't agree more. I mean, it makes sense. Things, you know, you got to follow your gut, follow yeah. your flavors, follow, you know, that's where life is. So that's yeah. deep. That's deep. Yeah. So we're going to start super deep. <laughs> Um, so, um, first of all, just kind of give us like a little lay of land. Like what can we expect here generally? Very simple salt and pepper rub, heavy on the pepper, um, slowly smoked in an offset smoker, you know, and that's what we're doing. Um, and it's labor intensive and it requires a lot of skill, some of which I still don't have. Um, but, you know, flexing those weaker muscles, so to speak right now. And learning uh, what I don't know and teaching what I do know to others so that we can be super successful, you know, with our food. And so far we have, knock on wood, we, you know, we've, we've really, I haven't had anybody say anything less than this is the best barbecue I've had in a long time, Yay. which is, makes me really excited, you know, because I've been a chef for 37 years or cooking for 37 years and mainly Italian food. Um, and to do something new like this, I'm just super into it. You know, I'm really into food that requires, um, a, an artist touch, so to speak. Um, and just, you know, be, you can't just throw it on, set a timer and take it off, Yeah, you know, and, and some briskets aren't ready to be wrapped when others are, and some aren't ready to come off when others are. And you know, when do you put the ribs on and all those things? It's just a puzzle. And every and I know a bunch of like amazing barbecue guys and every one of them has their own method and their own amount of time they cook and temps and um, how long do they rest for? And do they rest at a certain temp? Is there is it under, I mean, there's so many factors. So I'm taking what I've been taught and told and kind of coming up with what I feel is going to be the best possible product, the best way to execute the best possible product. And so far, so good. The thing about the barbecue culture that's so cool is people are chill. People Mm -hmm, are chill as fuck. I can curse on this, right? 
Of course. I was going to say it's a chef You're podcast. A chef, so. I fucking better be accurate. <laughs> exactly. So, Fuck yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, I, I, I owned a deli in Chicago in, in 2000. And I opened a New York deli. I'm from the East Coast originally. Something I always wanted to do. And the deli culture, the people are assholes. Like, they just... Really? Oh, yeah. They are hardcore. Like, if it's if, if they used to eat at Cat's Deli growing up, if your, bar, if your corned beef doesn't taste like Cat's Deli, your corned beef sucks. And that's, there's no gray areas, you know, with barbecue, is the meat flavorful? Is it tender? Is it juicy? You know, I, you look at people's faces. I, I intentionally, like I watch people try to take, try to watch people take their first bites to see their reaction. Uh-huh. And most people, you know, just have that reaction of like, oh, so good. <laughs> you right. know? Best feeling. So satisfying. <laughs> you could cook your meat anywhere. You've been all around the country that you've been a chef in so many places. Mm-hmm. So why did you choose Vegas to do this? Um, honestly, I was completely done with LA. I was just sick of living there. Too expensive, too crowded, too much traffic, so on and so forth. If I had a dime for every single deal that was brought to me that nothing ever came out of it because people were lying to my face. Um, I would be very rich right now. And <laughs> so um, I had, I'm good friends with James Trees. And uh, we we used to go walking like every other day in Venice Beach when, when we both lived in LA. And I just called him one day. I'm like, dude, I'm so sick of it here. And, he, and he's like, come, come to Vegas. He goes, I'll, I'll, you know, get you set up. And he did, you know, and I came out here to partner with a restaurant group that didn't really work out. Um, so now I have a great partner, um, and we are moving forward very quickly. This all happened very fast. Yeah. The chef community here is the most supportive chef community. Collaborative. Yes. It, it's collaborative. It's supportive. You know, I get all the chefs coming for barbecue. I go to their places, you know, we talk, um, you know, Chris Decker and I are going to work on a brisket pizza Woo-hoo. collab, <laughs> right? Of course, a, fat, a fatty brisket pizza. Um, love that man yeah he's 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 an exceptional exceptional human being chris decker is Uh a lot most of the guys are here you know but guys and girls i mean everybody here is just super rad and um you know but so we're doing all the proteins you know we're we're gonna have brisket beef ribs um pork spare ribs we're doing a chipotle cider glazed chicken drumstick that people really love um and then uh, we'll have, we'll do a turkey. You know, we've got hot links. Um, but I think one of the the best things we're doing is our sides. Or um, you know, we're cooking our beans from dry beans, and it has lots of brisket and pulled pork and bacon, and peppers and stuff in it, which doesn't suck. Um, we're making our pasta fresh for the mac and cheese. You know, just things like that. Just putting a lot of thought because you know a lot of barbecue places I've been to the sides are not up to the, to the level of the meat, That's you know, true. Almost, That's almost like, it, almost like it's like, well, we have to have sides. So, right. you know, and I want my sides to be exceptional. I want you to be able to come and be like, you know, I don't feel like eating meat today. But I'm just going to get a bunch of sides and be okay with that. Nice. Um, We got to get to this fun freaking fact, because this is like maybe the most fun fact. You've got a lot of fun facts that I dug up, (laughs) but um, (laughs) I dig Um, backbeat barbecue. Yeah. What's it like grilling with grill? Because Louie and I are like, (laughs) grill with grill. Um, 
it's it's a lot of fun and it hurts the next day. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> so we're talking about Dave Grohl, the Foo Fighters, guys. Um, the last, the last, the Dave Grohl. The the last event that we did, and this is totally my fault. It's not his fault. He's just kind of an enabler uh, when it comes to drinking and stuff. And you start all of a sudden, you're like, how do I, I just shotgun like six beers in the last two hours? What the fuck? <laughs> and what am I thinking? You know, and then it's too late. So we did this event, uh, Dime Bash in Santa Ana. We did one at, uh, we flew to Dallas and did one. Uh, it's for, uh, it's a fun, it's basically a charity for Dimebag Daryl from Pantera. His wife put it together and the money all goes to uh, people in the music industry that need, need assistance with, you know, all kinds of things. It, it, she changes it up a lot, but, huh. and she's wonderful. She's, she's a great person. And we did a, a barbecue at Dimebag Daryl's house, which was dope. Um, being a, a musician and a, yeah. and a fan, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like 350 people, Harley ride. They come back. There's this band called Whiskey Dick playing on the porch and awesome. we were just serving barbecue and it's just a, it's just a great time, you know? And, you know, we're out all, we're there all night cooking. So anyway, the one in Santa Ana we did, we got there about eight in the morning. I think by the time we got all the meat and everything on, we cracked our first beer around 11. And then long story short, I woke up the next morning with vertigo. <laughs> so, oh. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I take it easy now, but, um, and he's like legit, right? Cause I mean, I've seen his oh, yeah. stuff. Like he's not just like a rock star trying to do like barbecue on the side. He's pretty serious. He's very focused and he likes to do it himself. And he, um, yeah, he, he's super duper focused on it. I mean, you know, it's fun. Like, you know, we're drinking, sometimes there's music being played and, you know, but it's just people hanging out and just shooting the shit. Like you sh- it should be when you're doing barbecue. But he's also very, very focused on on making sure that it's amazing. Uh, and it is. It's great. I mean, he, he can cook so barbecue, cool. you know, and um, he's the reason why I started doing barbecue. Oh, and, um, you know, like really getting into it. The first time I cooked on an offset was with him and, um, you know, it just inspired me. And, and, and you start seeing the culture behind barbecue, right? Uh-huh. The barbecue makes people happy. Uh-huh. at the end of the day I mean it does it brings people together yeah. and it makes people yes. happen you know and you'll hear everybody in the barbecue community say that it, you know people will wait in line people will wait for their food they don't care yeah you know who, who doesn't love the smell of like the Maillard reaction I mean exactly. it's just like fucking the smell of meat it's just one of those things that takes you back to like burning good, wood. good memories yeah it's really cool like we have the one you know that one uh smaller pit out there it's right on the patio the flu is like oh pretty much might as well just be on main street uh that the smoke's coming out of and people walking by are like oh my god i can smell this like four blocks away Mm -hmm. (laughs) it like it literally draws people in it's great Oh, love it. Um, we've got to go to the other fun fact because you have a cover band and you're the front man of Foie Grock, which by the way, that's fucking brilliant. Um, <laughs> how did that happen? It's with Chef Duff Goldman, which yeah. also cracks me up. So yeah. what's it like throwing down with the Ace of Cakes on stage? Well, Duff Duff is actually one of my closest friends now. Actually, tomorrow is, is his birthday. Um, I know we're recording this today, but yeah. tomorrow is his <laughs> birthday. Okay. And I just sent him, I, I sent him, uh, I mailed out a box of barbecue to him. Like I did, I cry back to like a whole cooked, 
rack of beef short ribs and corn pudding and all stuff that I know he loves. Um, and I just texted him yesterday. I was like, hey, man, there's a box coming for you. He's like, is it meat? <laughs> the first thing. <laughs> Send me your meat, bitch. Like, I, couldn't, I couldn't say. I have no idea. He's at the wait. But um, he's a great guy. He's he's a really awesome guy. You know, he's that guy like when you used to watch Ace of Cakes, you're like, I'd love to hang out with that dude. He just yeah. seems like fun. And so a friend of ours, this is before I hadn't met him yet. Uh, a mutual friend of ours was previewing a restaurant, invited some chefs, and we were all at one big table. And I met him and I was just sitting there shooting the shit with him. And somebody comes by and they're like, you guys look like you're in a band. And Jeff <laughs> goes, I play bass. And I'm like, dude, I play guitar and I sing. He's like, let's start a fucking band. So oh, we did. my God. That's so awesome. <laughs> so band. And, and we're actually really good. And we actually <laughs> got to play. Dave Grohl came up and played a song with us. Oh, my God. We played Fortunate awesome. Son. Um, I have a video of it. So I, I'm not lying about it. Um, and uh, we'd like to see this video. Yes, <laughs> I will send it to you. We yes, did. Um, he's just Dave's a great guy. I mean, like he he came. This is like a couple after a couple of the um, barbecues we did, and he's like, "Yeah, I just love cooking. I just want to do as much as I can." I'm like, "Really?" Because we're having a party for our son, and it, like cause we adopted Jude, so it's called his Gotcha Day, the day you finalize the adoption. Yeah. So we had like a hundred people over, didn't tell anybody. And Dave's like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'll come. So Dave came and cooked barbecue at my house. That's so and then so we like awesome. all sit, and then we all sat around my fire pit playing acoustic guitar after it was just like epic. I'm like, what is going on right now? Where am I? Yeah. Right. You know, Where am I? <laughs> I mean, living in LA for nine years and having a, a successful restaurant there, you know, yeah, I, I, I don't really, I haven't really gotten starstruck, but you know, I wouldn't say I'm starstruck by Dave. I'm just, I love being a part of his life in a sense. You know what I mean? In any way, because he's just a great dude and he's an amazing musician. Um, you know, and he, he's the kind of guy that inspires you. Yeah. So, um, so I know you're going to have live music at Soul Belly. Yeah. Hell Is yeah, there a chance that we will see foie gras take the stage? Oh, most fucking definitely. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. Ass. We'll rock out. We'll rock out. That's so awesome. Um, of course, you can beat it on Bravo's Top Chef. Here it on Chopped. Yep. Beat Bobby Flay. A bunch of food TV. Um, what's the best and the worst thing about doing food TV? <laughs> um, you know, all the shows that I've done are different. You know, Top Chef being one that is completely different from everything else because you're gone for seven weeks. You're you're stuck with all of these people. You hope you all get along. Most of you know, most of us did. Um, but you know, you definitely butt heads with people while you're there. And I think at the end of the day though, like we're all, most of us are still all friends and we still talk. And, um, you know, I think a show like that, for example, the, probably the best part of it is obviously the exposure you get from it. Um, but, and, and what it can do for your career, but more importantly, the friends that you make, the, you know, the long, long lasting relationship you, you, you get out of it. Um, and just spending all that time with all those amazing chefs too, you get inspired and you get ideas and, and you get motivated. And, um, so, you know, and I would say the worst, uh, is especially with top chef is being gone, uh, and completely secluded for seven weeks. You know, you're, you're, you're basically, they take your phone, your computer, your everything. There's no TV, there's no books, there's no newspapers. You're basically like on jury duty, you're sequestered. (sighs) For seven weeks 
Really? And there's wow. a lot of other things that go on, you know, that, that you have to do while you're there that, that can be tough. And, you know, over time you just get exhausted. It's, it's, yeah. it's exhausting. It's draining. It's anxiety ridden. Um, you know, the other shows, like, I think the most fun show top to bottom I've done is be Bobby Flay. Really? Um, well, one, because the second time I kicked his ass. But also, you know, there's an audience there, so it's fun. There's energy. I like, I like that. I like live audience and energy to play off of. And, and also it's not a long, super long day. You know, Bobby's really cool. He gets, he gets a bad rap, but he's, he's actually a really good dude. So Bruce, you recently uh, posted a really touching video of you and your son on the gotcha day that you talked about a little bit earlier. Yeah. Um, We see Jude all the time on your feed. How has adoption changed your life and even the way you cook and create as a chef? Why are you trying to make me cry on, on, on TV? <laughs> <laughs> I've already done that once. Um, it, it's changed everything. You know, it's, it just gives you a new purpose for life, for everything you do. Um, you know, everything you do, you think about your child, adoption or not, you know, and um, it, it's just amazing. You know, it, it, it drives me to want to be be super successful it drives me also to want to have a quality of life and balance which is as you know very very difficult in this industry especially i don't know when you're opening a new restaurant so you know like i've been cooking you know i start the meats around noon um and then somebody will watch it for me and i come home and have dinner with my family and then go back you know because i'm there till two in the morning so um you know it's 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 pretty awesome and he loves my brisket (laughs) <laughs> he, won't, he never stops talking about it so that's so cool he, and he's just an amazing kid so we're gonna move on to show and tell say hi Lauren. hi Louie hi 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 how's it going <laughs> do you love daddy's brisket how much? right how much so much <laughs> Why he's so cute how old are you Jude Three and a half. Three and a half. Wow. Hmm? How old are you? Two? I'm telling you how old I am. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jude, do you cook with Daddy? Not yet. Not Sometimes. yet. We may. We've made pancakes. You've helped me crack eggs. We make smoothies. Yep. Yeah, but he wants to. He said he wants to be a chef like Daddy, and I said not a chance. Yeah, right. What <laughs> no. right. about like lawyer or doctor? <laughs> he can do whatever he wants Mom, that makes him happy. Mom, yeah. Why is Daddy, why is everything green and smooth? What green thing? Daddy. Oh, the green sword. It oh. just says that we're talking. Oh, He's so gotcha. curious. It's recording your voice, dude. Yeah. So yeah. He can hear you later. Hmm. What's your favorite food, Jude? What do you like to eat? Brisket. Yes, right. It really is, though. It, it truly is. Like, you know, he's at that age right now where sometimes we struggle to get him to, to eat his food. And you put down brisket, and it's just like he doesn't even talk. He's he like, a brisket like, <laughs> That's right. And it was a long one. That was a long one, is right. It was a long one. Wow. Long piece of brisket. And I shoved it all in my mouth. He shoved it all in his mouth. Wow. Mm-hmm. What's that like for you to be able to 
I don't because I'm not there yet. Like I don't have kids. Zoe doesn't have kids yet. What's it like to feed them? Like when they like something, they I can't imagine. Vegas? Oh, it's it so the best exciting. feeling in the world. <laughs> They're in Vegas, yeah. Yeah. It's great. You know, he's always um, been a good eater. I mean, I think when he was six months old, he was eating salmon and asparagus. I would make him like homemade fish sticks with salmon, and and then like kind of pan fry him, and he loved them. He eats you like sushi. Yeah. Right. He loves sushi. You like, uh, he likes green vegetables. He likes broccoli. Actually, wow. I like PB&J. You like PB&J? You like PB&J, <laughs> PB&J. Nobody's yeah. Gonna, I... Nobody's going to have a problem with that. So, first comment we have on the fly from Soul Belly Barbecue. It's 60 seconds. Rapid fire question. Say the first thing that comes to your mind. Louie, get the timer ready. Are you ready? Ready. Go. Sexiest meat. Beef rib. Your favorite grilled veggie. Broccoli. Coolest thing to do in Jersey. Go to the, uh, go to the shore. Oh God. <laughs> no, that's not the, that's the worst thing to do. <laughs> Every time I go back, I have to have bagels and pizza. Okay, cool. So your dream place to travel and eat. Dream place to travel and eat would be, um, Hungary, Budapest, that's where my grandfather's from. What's going to be on the Soul Belly soundtrack? Oh, I have the best playlist right now. It's very, very uh, Southern rock heavy. Let's just say that. Love it. Favorite pizza topping? Favorite pizza topping would be uh, pepperoni. New Year's wish. New Year's wish that COVID gets the fuck away from everybody. Right. Keep going, Lil. All right. Uh, best band of all time. Foo Fighters. <laughs> well, fo- well, Frog Rock, but Foo Fighters is a close second. Right. <laughs> uh, favorite Mediterranean dish. My favorite Mediterranean dish would have to be aqua pazza. What's that? Aqua pazza means crazy water in Italian, uh-huh. and it's like it's kind of like similar to a cioppino. Ah, okay. Oh, okay. But it, it's a it's a lot more involved. So like mussels and... Yeah, all kinds of shellfish. And there's usually like a piece of, of fish as well. Uh, the broth is like a sh- is made from uh, like shrimp and lobster shells with tomato, oregano, wine. Oh my wine, God, chili. yes. It's so good. Yes, I'm having that. One blackmailable fact about yourself. Oh man. All right. Can you say um, that in front of your son though? When, <laughs> when, I was, uh, when I was in high school, I played in a rock band called, we were called Phoenix. And it was a Jersey uh, sort of hair band. Uh, and I have photos. Uh, leather <gasps> leather pants, long hair. We opened for Meatloaf, which is like oh our, my big, gosh. our big oh thing. Oh my yeah. God. And uh, yeah, it was it's fun. <laughs> would you do anything for love? <laughs> but I won't, but I won't do that. that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. One last thing. We're going to yes. sell it. For Soul Belly Barbecue, what's coming okay. up for you? Tell us what people need to know. All kinds of stuff. Um, we're going to be doing a New Year's Day brunch on the patio, barbecue brunch mm. with Secret Burger. Um, we have our gift cards available online. We have our online store apparel. Uh, you can buy sauces, pickles, pork rub. Uh, and we're going to keep growing that store. And then uh, should be open. She's playing my guitar. Should be open uh, early uh, early 2021. Whatever you need, we got your back. I appreciate that. I love it here. Thanks so much. Nice Bye. meeting you. You too. Let's, let's brisket.
Thanks for listening to Two Sharp Chefs in a Microphone. We love subscribers almost as much as we love food. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review. And check out Two Sharp Chefs, that's with a number two, on Instagram and Facebook, as well as our WordPress blog. Email us with any questions and ideas at twosharpchefs at gmail.com. And Louie, we stream new episodes every Monday on iTunes, Spotify, Radio Public, and Stitcher. It's been a pleasure. We're 86th. Till next week.